Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today for the Jeff Bradbury Show. If you're a podcaster, blogger, speaker, writer, author, or any type of content creator, every single week we come to you guys on Wednesdays with bonus episodes sprinkled in every now and then on a Friday, and we are here to help you guys build your EDU brand. That's right. If you're looking to learn about web design, content creation, getting your name out there, social media, and building something fun to support yourself, support your passions, and most importantly, support your families. This is the podcast for you. We hope you guys enjoy our shows. Check out all of our great work over on buildyouredubrand.com. And if you know somebody who's a content creator, please take a moment and share this podcast with others. We had a fantastic weekend. We just got done our first of three virtual conferences that's right. If you go back last week, we did an entire show about building your brands through virtual conferences. And last Saturday, we had over 5,000 people throughout the day listening to our first virtual conference all about Microsoft education, specifically the Microsoft Innovative Educator Program. I want to say thank you to our friends at Microsoft Education and also at NCCE for, sp for supporting such a great day of learning. We had about 12 or 13, maybe 14 speakers or so throughout the day. It was absolutely fantastic. You can check out all the archives over on our YouTube channel over at teachercast.net slash YouTube. And we're going to be breaking down all of the video and putting it out on TeacherCast over the next few weeks. Our next virtual conference is going to be on July the 25th. I am so excited because not only do we have one coming up, it is going to be all about Google education and what you guys can do with G Suite in your classrooms. And for that one, we're not only teaming up again with NCCE, but we're also going to be teaming up with the Google Educator Group for the global community. We've got some great sessions all about how you guys can build your brands and in your classroom do some great things with G Suite. Don't forget to check that out over on July 25th, coming right at you live from TeacherCast. Now, on today's show, we're going to be doing an interesting interview, right? I met Dr. Frank Buck before the COVID um, pandemic hit. And we started talking. We started talking about him speaking, some of the great things he's done, and basically what he has done over the course of an entire career to build up his EDU brand. And I had an opportunity to sit there with him and say, you know what? You've got some really good stuff to talk about. Would you be interested in coming on the show? I said, but the catch is we got to come up with five things over the course of an entire career that you'd be interested in sharing about. And so today I bring you an interesting show, five ways that you guys are going to be building your EDU brand after retirement. Now, look, don't get scared. I know many of you guys aren't at that retirement age. I'm certainly not at that retirement age yet. But the stuff that Dr. Frank Buck is going to share with us today is absolutely mind-blowing. And I was so such into the conversation. I said, this is going to be a great show. I got to tell you, if you're 
a podcaster, speaker, writer, blogger, anything that has to do with content creation, you're going to want to make sure that you get all the way through this episode. It is one that you don't want to miss. Now, before I bring in my interview, I want to, guys, just preface on Friday of this week, I've got another fantastic guest coming up. Mr. Ross Brand. Now, that's a name that you might not be familiar with. He's not an educator in the sense of he's a K-12 teacher. He is an educator in the sense that he's been teaching people how to do live broadcasting, live podcasting, live radio for the last, I don't even want to give it away. You're going to have to listen to the episode. But we talk about our favorite streaming solutions, our microphones of choice, our applications. We talk about Wirecast. We talk about StreamYard. And we're, we're, we nerded out on this episode. We, we're deep diving into ways that you guys can bring live streaming into your brand and into into your marketing plan. So don't forget to check that out. That's going to be happening this Friday over on the Jeff Bradbury show only on the TeacherCast Educational Network. Guys, without further ado, I'm going to bring on our interview now with Dr. Frank Buck. My guest today is Dr. Frank Buck, who happens to be currently ranked number one in the world by Global Gurus Top 30 in Time Management Category. I love that. I want to introduce today Dr. Frank Buck, talking all about something something maybe we don't think about a lot, but it's certainly something that's going to be hitting each and every one of us. Dr. Buck, how are you today? I could not be better. Jeff, thanks for having me on the show today. It is so great to have you. It is so nice to meet you and have you on the show today. You know, you've had a lot of great accomplishments, and today we're going to be talking about how to build your EDU brand after school is over, right? That oh, those, those retirement years. Tell us a little bit about the career that you've had, and how did you get to here? Well, uh, to go all the way back to, you know, graduating from college, I thought I was going to be a junior high band director for 30 years. Uh, and I did wind up doing that for 12 years, then decided I wanted an easier job. So I became a middle school assistant principal and then uh, principal central office uh, administrator. And in 2009, um, I retired to do what I'm doing today. You know, a retired teacher or a retired administrator, either one uh, is the perfect person for everything because you've got to be organized to do what you do. You've got to be a people person. You've got to be able to get up in front of 12 year olds and be entertaining enough for them to pay attention to you instead of whatever else it is that they brought into the classroom. So, uh, you know, it's a fun ride, fun experience. What have you learned? I know that's the loaded question and, you know, we could talk about that one for hours, but you know, if you could look back and go, you know, here's the one piece of advice that I could give anybody either starting their career in the middle of their career or just like myself, you know, I hit 40. I'm starting to think about that in the next 20 years. What advice do you have? Gosh, I think the biggest thing, whether it's after retirement, before retirement, first year teacher is is get to know people, to network people, network with people, to share very openly things um, because then they do the same. You know, as a as a young band director, I thought, well, you know, somebody else has my secrets. Their band will sound better than my band. Mm -hmm. But what you learn really quickly is the guys who are really doing great work are also sharing stuff with each other. So their boats are going up together and leaving everybody else behind. So, you know, get in there and give value, get to know people, share ideas, because none of us knows it all. 
I love that answer. And and for anybody who, who didn't get a chance to check out our latest episode last uh, two weeks ago, episode, I believe it was 18, we had Erica Terry on and we talked about how to build your brand through service and how to give mm, others. And yes. you know, one of the things that she mentioned was, you know, kind of that, that version of the golden rule, always give more than mm-hmm. what you receive. And if you're out there sharing what you have, even if you're, you know, doing things different, you know, you get yourself into those circles, into those opportunities, and everybody here is to grow from each other. You've been doing this successfully for such a long time, and I know that you've been, you know, not just teaching, and I love that we've got this this music teacher connection here, mm-hmm. but when it comes to, like, public speaking, presenting, everybody wants to know how do you do it? How do you get on the circuit? How do you, mm-hmm. how do you get recognized so that way certain conferences you know, poke at you, yes. you know, for, you know, in other words, they're asking you rather than you asking them, you know, there's a lot of people out here right now that are listening to this, that are looking at this going, how do I start? Mm-hmm. Where do I start? Um, what's your recommendation? How do you go from RFP to featured speaker? Okay. The, the first thing I would say to anybody is, Get this thing started. You want to build your brand following retirement. Get this thing started before you retire so that when you apply to speak, your your resume is that you're a teacher at so-and-so. You're an administrator at so-and-so. Jeff, the, the thing that I found was when I was applying as Frank Buck curriculum coordinator at a kind of a rural public school district in Alabama, every national conference I applied for, I was accepted to speak every single one of them. Once I retired and now I was president of Frank Buck Consulting Incorporated. Well, now I'm a vendor. I'm one of those money grubbing kind of guys, you know, that's going to do a sales job during his presentation. And so that that percentage dropped to probably more like a half to 75%. Of the uh, of the things I that I had applied for. So before you ever retire, find that niche. Where where is it that what are you going to be known for? You're the blank guy. You know, I was the time management guy. I was the organization guy, and that started a long time before I retired. And and really, best of all worlds is when other people start saying to you, man you ought to retire and do this full time. When you start hearing people say that, then you know that you're on the right track. So while you still got that paycheck coming in, you know, apply for national conferences, do, you know, speak at the local Lions Club, so forth and so on to start to get known in that area. Go ahead and and set up your business. You know, you don't want to mix your personal and your business money together. Um, I'm an S-corp. So make that visit to the lawyer who's going to just draw up all the paperwork to get it done and then refer you to um, a good accountant who's going to be able to handle all that for you. Get your credit card out there, your business credit card. Get all the legal stuff set up so that you don't have to worry about that when you actually retire and you're um, you know, wanting to go full time with this. You know, so it- it's interesting because, and we've talked about this before in the show, when it comes to branding and what are you known for, right? Mm-hmm. There's two ways of this happening. The first one is you need to, de- to declare, this is what I want my brand to be. On the other hand, there are times where 
the world brands you, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, my example, and I'm sure you have one similar is I started making podcasts. And then next thing you know, people were coming up and saying, oh, you're the podcast guy. I didn't brand myself as the podcast guy, but because people know you through something, there it is. And look, this happens in school, right? If, mm-hmm. if, if your staff knows that you're really good at technology, suddenly the staff has branded you as you're the technology guy. Go to him for questions. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so yeah. sometimes you do need to say, okay, I'm going to be all about, I'll use another example for mine. Like we're all about tech coaching here. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, the more you do that, eventually there is a shift where you, you suddenly you are known. And again, the conference calls and goes, we're doing a tech coach thing. Would you present? Cause the world recommends you as being the tech coach mm-hmm. guy. Do you remember having that shift from being the band guy to Dr. Buck, leader of the world? Like, Do you remember when that happened or how that happened? Or do you remember the yeah. first time somebody came to you and said, somebody recommended you for this? Yeah, I think the turning point for me was the doctoral dissertation. So at that time, I was an assistant principal, and uh, my dissertation was a study of time management practices of Alabama principals. Alabama's the state where I where I live in. So I put together a little workshop, and you know, one of the professors told our cohort, he said, "You are going to now become the expert on." whatever your dissertation topic is. And, you know, he, he was right because you're so steeped in that research and every paper you do is aimed at that. And pretty soon it, it just, it just happens. And for me, I took that dissertation and then really sort of did a spin off to the workshop and, and, you know, it all just grew from there. It's interesting, right? Because your first thought is why, how, who, mm-hmm. who, who mentioned my name, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. But but I completely agree. You know, if we're looking at this as what are the things that we can do as we're getting ready for retirement, as we're hitting retirement, find that niche, carve yourself yes. out. Now, once you have that niche, Frank, what's the second thing that we should be thinking about when it comes to planning long-term and really building that community? Mm-hmm. Start an email list. Um, you know, con- you can do it through Constant Contact. You can do it through MailChimp. I think MailChimp has a, a fairly uh, liberal free plan. Yeah. You know. people, yeah. 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 Um, you know, Twitter's good. Instagram's good. But anybody who's making their money, um, you know, online selling things will, will tell you that all that's fine. But when you can get through to someone's email inbox, then you've really got something. So you get that list going. Um, Every time you speak, you have an invitation for people to join your email list so that it just grows little by little over time. And then email the list. Um, I email mine once a week. So I'm not spamming them and I'm giving them value through that. So that list allows me to say, hey, here's the latest thing that I put on my blog because people aren't just going to go to my blog all the time just to see if I put it. So it's something in their inbox saying, hey, I've got some new content out there. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be speaking at this conference. We'd love to have you come and be a part of that. And hey, what do you think about these three things? Fill out this quick little survey or hit reply and tell me your thoughts on this. And then when I do have something to sell, then it's, 
Hey, and by the way, I have this course that I'm offering. So we're giving value, giving value, giving value, giving value. And now here's something that you can buy. And that's something that I started early with TeacherCast. Uh, mm -hmm. MailChimp was one of my first. And I like MailChimp. It's the largest email thing out there. It's free. You can get up to 2,000 people. I switched over to a company called Aweber, which yes. was great. Mm -hmm. My current company I've been with for about five years now is Con is uh, ConvertKit. ConvertKit. That's a and, good one. And, and if yeah. you're looking to sign up, they just now actually opened up a free plan. And you can go to teachercast.net slash ConvertKit for all of that Ooh. information. But I love it because you can, again, own your list. If you go to Facebook you don't own Facebook, right? Like Facebook exactly. can close tomorrow. Your Twitter feed can be dropped tomorrow. You're really renting your, 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 your perfect analogy. You're yeah. renting space, right? Mm -hmm. But your email list, you you're, own. You're an owner. You are even an your, owner there. Even your podcast subscriptions, like you rent that from Apple and mm -hmm. they can shut you off tomorrow if they don't like something. Trust me. But your email list you own, and you can always take that email list and move it between different companies. And those people who are on that list, they have said to you, yes, please send me stuff. Mm -hmm. My yeah. big advice, and I, I'd love to get your feedback on this, is build a big list, but don't look at your numbers. And the reason I say that is because the average email, this is a global thing, if you're lucky, you get 20% open. And if you're lucky out of that, you're getting like a six or seven percent <laughs> click through. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, you you know, sometimes the answer is and we talk about this a lot in this year. It's it's not I have 10,000 subscribers. It's no, I got a 20 percent open rate. Mm -hmm. I'd have a, I'd rather have a 20 percent open rate of 100 than do the math on the other side. Right. Like, you know, I have a million subscribers, but only 10 of them open up. Right. Yeah. So it's and, all a matter of doing that. And, and by the way, this is stuff that you can easily learn at any point in time, right? Yes. I, I didn't start off knowing this, this stuff. Um, the, let, let me tell you how I first set up my email list. And, and you're going to laugh. You know, this was before I had a blog. This was before I had anything. This was when I was doing just little workshops and then realizing after I do the workshop, I go home, they go home. We have no more contact with each other. So, you know, give me your email address. And about once a month, I'll just send you an email with some tips. I mean, just an email flat out of Outlook, just a mm -hmm. text email. And I put all the little email addresses in the BCC line. You know, I, I was sending an email to a thousand people just in the BCC line. It's a wonder I didn't get on every kind of spam blocked, you know, I didn't know any better back then. Um, but, but when you learn, when you know better, you do better. And hopefully I have, um, along the way. What's the phrase here, Frank, your money is where your marketing is or something to that mm -hmm. effect, right? Like, you know, it, it's, how do you use it? It really, yeah. really is Yeah. for that reason. That's why when you go over to build your edu brand.com, we have a free 90 day email marketing challenge. You can actually sign up for our 90 day email marketing course. I sit there, I hold your hand. We've got videos, we got emails, we got tips and tutorials. If you're looking to build your EDU brand this year and do it through email marketing, I highly recommend you guys check it out. Go over to buildyouredubrand.com and it's also linked on this very show note here at the Jeff Bradbury show. So 
Frank, in thinking about retirement and thinking about building your niche, we mentioned the importance of creating a brand for yourself. We mentioned the idea of starting that email list, whether it be through constant yes. contact, MailChimp, et cetera, and keeping consistent with it. What's the third thing? I, I think you're an expert at what number three is. The third thing is write a book. Now, I know people out there are going, well, who's going to publish my book? And, 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 you know, and that's a whole nother story. But these days, you don't have to have a publisher. Write a book if it's nothing more than an ebook that you put on Amazon or you put it on Gumroad or you put it on Teachers Pay Teachers. Because you can now say, just as I say, hi, I'm Frank Buck. I'm the author of Get Organized, Time Management for School Leaders. You can say, I'm so-and-so author of whatever it is. You're not going to make a million dollars. Now, Hillary Clinton may, but Frank Buck doesn't. What that book does is it gives you some authority it, and, and it, it starts to build for you a reputation. And then as you write that, that ebook that's going to have a fairly substantial link, also write something fairly short that's going to be a giveaway so that if somebody joins your email list, they automatically get this free gift that's a shorter ebook. And it's something of value that they appreciate and then hopefully will send you some money later when there's something to, you know, to sell that, man, if this is this good and he's giving it away, his paid stuff must be phenomenal. I agree. And somebody once said to me, do you know the difference between an ebook and a PDF? And I said, what? And they said, two letters. <laughs> you so know, I made an ebook mm -hmm. all about branding, which is different mm -hmm. than I made a PDF all about branding. Yeah. A lot of it is in the words. A lot of it is in the marketing here. One of the ways that I started creating content many years ago was through the iBooks author application. When that mm -hmm. first came out in 2012 or so, um, which now by the way is also in retirement actually. Yeah. And I, I put together an entire ebook on kid blog and the importance of blogging and it. And I mm -hmm. worked with the company and, and, and yeah, that's kind of one of the first things in the bio is I created this. I'm an author of this. And since then I've done ebooks on various other topics and applications and stuff, but you don't have to go to you name the edu publisher, mm -hmm. publish it on your own. And that doesn't have to be scary. Like I published through Amazon is a big deal. Create it's an ebook on your own website. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, you know, and that's something that people listening to us today, th that they could start on today because we all have specialized knowledge. We all have things that other people want to know that we know. And you'll have to wait till you retire to start cranking some of that out. Now, many people say, how do I start? Right. And, and this is a question I've been dealing with. Like if anybody has talked to me for five minutes, knows book is on the roadmap. But to sit down and do that, I don't have time for that. But you got an answer for that. What is the fourth thing that we can be thinking about as we're building that EDU brand as we kind of get into those years? Repurpose content. Yep. You have probably, the people listening to us, you've written articles, you've done papers in school. Um, take that and repurpose some of that. If, if you were to follow me around uh, during a, a given month, you would see me, I, I've been blogging for like 15 years. So I've settled into 
every week is a new blog post, a new piece of content on my blog. But then I take that and I turn around and I fashion that into a newspaper column for two local papers. And I take that same thing and make a podcast out of it. And I make the same thing into a YouTube video where I, where if it's something dealing with technology, I can share my screen and actually demonstrate what people have been reading about it in the words. And then um, I take that and make a little video through Lumen 5, which is an amazing little tool that is so easy, it's almost illegal. And make a little headliner where uh, people click on an Instagram and, and they're hearing my voice uh, through part of that podcast. Uh, and then turn it into little social media posts. So really I'm producing one good solid 600 word piece of content and then doing a whole bunch of things with it uh, to get that out there. Yeah. You know, I usually look at this and say you can repurpose forward right? Like you, uh -huh. maybe you write a blog post and now you come back a couple of weeks later and you make a podcast out of it. Maybe yeah. you take that blog post and you make a slide share out of it and you, you know, you make it into a presentation, all of these different things, you can then go back into the original post and make it richer. Yeah, but I also absolutely. like to go backward. I mean, how many times do we go to an ed camp or a session or whatever, and we make our slide deck? Well, after we're done with that, Go backwards, make the blog post from that, mm -hmm. you know, yes. your, your lessons that you do in school, right? You take advantage of that. You know, for instance, mm -hmm. I did a whole lesson on, on how to, you know, with my kids about broadcasting the weather. Well, I took that template and I made a podcast out of it. I also made a blog post out of it. I gave out the template. You can get my weather template at TeacherCast and how many different ways mm -hmm. and, you know, Cre creating one piece of content is great. You don't have to do all this in the same week, but no, there are times where you go back not. and say, okay, you know, Hey, look, um, you know, this is Jeff Bradbury's show number 19 or 20, whatever we're at today. Episode two, we talked about LinkedIn. Maybe I'm just going to make a slide deck of everything that my guest said. I'm going to repurpose that. And by the way, I'm going to put the audio on that post as well. So I'm recycling, reusing, getting it back into the social media sphere. That whole idea of repurpose is powerful because sometimes you don't have the ideas. Sometimes you do, right? And that's yeah. why you've got, you know, Almond Joy. But Yeah, and, and see, and not everybody is going to have heard the podcast you were on or read that particular blog mm. post when you did that. So when you come back and you repurpose it somewhere else for most everyone who hears that, it's like, it's brand new. Yep. And then when you can refer, you know, can, you can link your own stuff back to here, here, here. And, and people just, uh, you know, can, can start to consume more. Um, another way I repurpose stuff, um, and I would encourage everybody out, out there to, to do this, Harrow, H-A-R-O, which I think is help a writer out, mm -hmm. just harrow.com. Uh, you sign up for free. So every day I get these three emails from Harrow saying, here are people who are writing articles and they're looking for experts. And it's broken down by topic. And so I just go through and I look for people that need people to give quotes and things on organization, time management, productivity, or Evernote, those four things. And I'll respond to them. I even have a little template, just an email template. Um, 
I, I saw your Harrow query and I'm happy to respond. And then I have a little paragraph. I hope you can use my stuff. Um, I'd love to see the article when it appears either way. And then I have my little bio. I have a link to a photo. And so all I do is just, you know, new email, pull up that template, and then put my response in there. But I also copy and paste that response. I've got, no, I've got an Evernote note that's all the responses I've ever sent. So if somebody winds up not using what I sent them, it's not going to be long before somebody else is asking for the same kind of input anyway. So I can take what didn't get published with somebody else and just turn right around and submit it to somebody else. So nothing's wasted. Nothing. And really what you're doing is going to, is going to blend into our fifth thing today, which is the more content that you get out, mm -hmm. the more people see your content, yes. the more people see your content, the more they start to associate you with that niche, with that mm -hmm. brand, which then the more richness you can do provides bigger authority for you. And that really leads us into number five. Number five Word of mouth is the best social media exposure you can get. When someone asks me to come into their school system or speak at their conference, I always ask, how, how did you get to know me? What put me on your radar? And so far, nobody has said, gosh, that tweet that you wrote, that was the epic tweet of all tweets. Yeah. I they say, the, did you see my tweets? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. They say two things. One of two things. I read your book or I heard you speak at such and such and such an event. And then kind of a corollary to that. So-and-so who's my coworker heard you speak at such and such an event and said, we've got to get him for our upcoming conference. That that's the way it all occasionally there'll be something from, um, you know, somebody Googled time management training, so forth, so on. And I was one of the hits, but generally almost always I read your book or heard you speak. Dr. Buck, if we were looking to learn more about all this stuff, I know you do blogs. I know you do podcasts. I know you do speaking. Where can we learn where to find you? Okay, the keys to the candy store. Frank Buck, just my name, frankbuck.org. I'm not .com, that's the lawyer 60 miles away, but frankbuck.org. And right off the bat, when that website pulls up, get on my email list because I'm going to send you two free things right off the bat. The first one's going to show you how to get your desk clean. So for all the people out there that are covered over in paper, your desk going to be clean. And secondly, I'm a big proponent of using a digital task list. So I'm going to send you a free ebook. There we go. The ebook again um, on how I use a digital task list, how I set it up, how I use it on a daily basis. So that kind of stuff's free. And then you know, I'm in your inbox every Tuesday with value. And that's going to send you to the podcast. That's going to send you to YouTube. Uh, and, and Jeff, you know, here again, when you asked me the question, I had people come to my website because I own that. We're not asking them to go to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or any other rented land. The keys to the candy store, it's my website. And that's the reason why 
when we talk about this stuff, instead of using that term website, I just call it a digital hub. It, it is absolutely. the thing that everything goes from. It's where you want to bring people in. Um, I've seen people and, and successful using mm -hmm. sending their people, you know, buying a domain and sending it to YouTube. And if you're a YouTuber, that's fine. That. Yeah. But you own your content. What are you going to do about it? I have a question for you guys out there. If you're looking into those, uh, Frank, what's the right term? Golden years. And we're trying to figure out how to do this, where to do this. If you're hitting that retirement age and you're like, I want to do a book of something. Mm -hmm. Where do I start? What do I do? I highly recommend you head on over to, to frankbuck.org. Hit him up on Twitter at Dr. Frank Buck and check him out on Instagram for all those different things. It's clean. It's branded. It is professional. And that is why you're ranked number one in the world by Global Gurus Top 30 <laughs> in the time management category. And I think after the show, Frank, you're going to have to tell me how you get onto that one because that is impressive. But, uh, Frank, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you being here today. Jeff, it was a pleasure. Please feel free to come on anytime, and I would love to continue these conversations, my friend. Great. And, of course, I want to say thank you guys out there for checking out this bonus episode of The Jeff Bradbury Show. Of course, we have new episodes every single Wednesday, and on Friday, we do our bonus shows featuring great educators, companies, brands, and more, just like our good friend, Dr. Frank Buck here. You can find out all the information about our show over at buildyouredubrand.com. And of course, don't forget to check out that 90-day email marketing challenge. If you're looking to build an email list, this is the time to do it. It's the beginning of the summer. You know that you can build this EDU brand yourself, and I want to be there checking it out. And of course, as you're over there, don't forget to subscribe to this show. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and don't forget to tell your friends all about this. If they're podcasters, bloggers, speakers, web designers, anything that's going to be building a brand, this is that podcast for you. And on behalf of Dr. Frank and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.